Okay, so we don't want to not have a Shabbos podcast. That would be not good. So we're going to try to speak a little bit off the cuff about the parsha and things like that. I had some ideas written down, but um, they were like a little bit like loose ideas. We're not going to get to all these thoughts, but I do want to talk about Shimshon Agibar and maybe some other things. So let's try to talk about Shimshon Agibar. Why why Shimshon Agibar and Parshas Nasai? Actually, interesting. Nasai raised up, may fit in my second topic, which was, I learned with a lot of boys and they, they, they want to know what, what Stoltz is and, 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 and you know what Stoltz is? It's like this certain like yeshivish like way of holding yourself and it's it's and Chesreinus it's usually more Chesreinus but anyway Shemshon HaGibar so his connection to Parshish Nasa is is that Daftaira talks about Shemshon HaGibar namely because the Parsha is a Parsha and one of the one of the things discussed in the Parsha is Nazir and one of the most famous Nazirim is Shemshon he actually has his own classification of Nazir it's called Nazir Shemshon so what what, what do we want to talk about from Shimshon? So first of all, I always like to present my 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 perception of what Shimshon Agir, how Shimshon Agir presented himself. According to, according to some of the Mepharshim, he was crippled, crippled, he was lame in both legs. I really don't think that he was especially muscular. He was... Uh, and he was a dying who judged the whole nation. It means he was holding in all the sigis. So he was like a Rosh Hashiva. So I always picture him in his in his frock. Okay, he was a Mediterranean. So like, so maybe he's a little bit like you know, with one of those you know like uh, one of those Sephardi you know chief rabbi hats. But not like a, he wasn't a big man. I don't know maybe he was, but I don't think he was in a wheelchair or he had like a cane or crutches. And the long grayish beard, and he hobbled up to the gates of the city, whichever city that was, whichever Polish city it was, slowly, slowly hobbling his way to the city, gets to the gates, Ruach Hashem comes on him, and drops his canes, lifts up the gate of the city, rips it right out of its sockets, and goes in and fights. It's, it's, it's sort of like the, 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 the mental distortion that happened when Shimshon attacked it's like someone going around and like fighting a city with like a blow up rubber like not rubber like a blow up axe imagine right somebody gets hit with a blow up axe nothing happens to them it's soft it doesn't hurt it doesn't make sense if you someone picks up a blow up axe and smashes down a wall it just like would like, boggle the mind so the frail old man, he didn't like, you know, put on his cape and spin around and turn into like, you know, or grow big and green and muscular. He just looked, he was just Shimshon. Shimshon, Shimshon the dying, Shimshon Agibar, Gibar, his, his Kavura was, was Ruchnistic. And he went in and he, and he did his, 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 Nisim for Kal Yisrael with the help of Hashem, with Hashem's Siyat HaDashmaya and help. But anyway, at the end of his life, he was finally, he was imprisoned pushed and blinded him and he was asked he was standing he was by the big party and he was celebrating and he asked the, the, one of the Narim, Narim who were there 
So he could take him and put both his hands on the pillars because... Pasha's because he was he was crippled and it's hard for him to stand. He wanted to lean on the pillars. The, guy, the boy seemed to have done it readily. And he stood there and he said his famous words. Right? Let me take my 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 from my for one of my two eyes. So the question is why one of his two eyes? What was he saying there? So the Gemara Saita says that the Pasik says Dan Yadin Yisrael and that t- tells us that Dan Shimshon was from Dan judged Klal Yisrael like Hashem. He judged he was he was so a man who done was able to have that level of Dan Yechidi that there's no bias in his judgment at all nothing that's what that's what that's what that's what that's what that's what the Pasuk's telling us that he was judged and as much as a human could as unbiased as Hashem so much so that he wouldn't ask anyone to even bring him his stick now for your average person that's for a little favor you know, you could say you could say, you know, oh well, he didn't want any favors, but this is mamish how he got around. If he didn't have his stick, he couldn't get anywhere. He needed his canes. He wouldn't ask for anything from anyone. No one, he owed nothing to nobody. And and that was a, his tremendous madrega of of done of, of of din that he had. And what he was saying was. Hashem, the punishment for she- for accepting sheichad is ivarin blindness. Both eyes. Now he said the maskim that there was this concept of following my my eyes. He was saying my eyes, my my taivas, whatever level on chimshon, whatever tiny there was on chimshon for that. But I don't want Klaus to think that I accepted bribes, so you, I need to be able to do this to show everyone that my punishment was for whatever, for whatever it may have been. But in the, in donning and judging, I didn't do anything. I, I was perfectly yasher. So for one of those eyes, which people would maybe mistake that as a punishment for accepting bribes, let me enact my revenge on the Palestinian and Hashem was masking and he destroyed the Palestinian and the the, the the Navi says they never were the same again so this is the Madrega of Shimshin that Madrega of of, of we, we look at him we hear the story we see the, the battles but for 20 years he judged Klal Yisrael perfectly it's a mamash it's a very high Madrega and we don't really hear about him so much, but now it comes into the parsha, so we should take it to heart. We should take that take that concept in mind and and try to try to internalize that lesson of, of Shimshon. Now, hopefully, we'll continue with a few more so- thoughts. Now, okay, that's Shimshon. Now, the question is if we could tie Shimshon together with with that concept of Stoltz. Now. Stoltz also ties into like 
So what, 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 how are we going to do this? Okay, fine. So we also randomly discuss Pirkei right? In no specific order. But after Shavuos, we start the cycle once again. Now, the, the, the Mishnah that comes to mind on this topic of Shtaltz is Yehuda ben Tema Aimer have a Ratz Ketzvi Yibukari have a have a Oz Kanomer Vekal Kanasher right Oz Kanomer is that is that brazenness now so in so when you have Shtaltz and let's say it's that you know that Yeshiva Shtaltz that people talk about in here about where the 12th graders don't talk to the 9th graders or the or the base medish guys don't talk to it that's not that's not that's not that's not more, 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 that's nothing to learn from maybe it's maybe it's tr- that's trying to mimic a certain concept that like when when let's say a Rebbe Talmud relationship when a Rebbe comes out with too, being too too no bar- no too much of a friend maybe sometimes he loses his respect but really, but really, what we want to talk about is that as kanamer. That means to do certain to do certain things, to live a certain way in our generation, requires a certain um, azis, a certain stultz. That yes, the world is going a certain way, but you have to take that stultz as like a certain pride in your in in what you do to battle the the, the tides. In a way, Shemshon Agibar, if you go through. The 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 sugis the, the, the nyanim goes through with Rabbi Israel Rise with Navi Shirim. You'll you'll see he he was a little bit of he was a little bit alone. The story that comes to mind is when he was hiding out in a cave, and all the people of Yehuda, three thousand men from Yehuda, came to take him and give him over to the Palestinians. And he just okay, fine. That's what you want to do. I'll do it. I think he was happy with with what with them. He thought they were going to join him. And thought they were going to be with him. But what did he do? You just showed that, like, calm, cool, collected. Fine, that's how you want to be. But I'm going to show you. I'm serving Hashem. I, I, I do it my way. I, I'm fully confident in my, in my, in my, in my, in my role. Sort of like another one. Another that we speak a lot about David and Melech. David and Shaul in the same instance when they were getting ready from Lachama, right? Shaul buckled under the pressure of the people. And he brought the carbon early, and it was a, was a tie on him. Whereas David didn't budge; his armies didn't budge. However close the Palishta may have been, nothing happened because the Navi said, "You wait till the sign, and I don't move till the sign." It takes a certain stolt, it takes a certain attitude, and an azis, so to speak. Now, it's portrayed though in a refined manner. It means I trust in Hashem. And, and I don't care what you think. But don't present it in a, in a coarse way. You present it in a refined, chashva way. You hear the stories, I'm sure. I don't, I don't have any offhand, but like... Of how certain... The, 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 the rob, the, the, the tzaddik. Just present. Everything's perfect. I don't... I'm not phased by your... Perception or your attitude. That was Shimshon Agibar. That was David HaMelech. And that, that is another aspect of this parsha. Why? Because it's parsha's nasai. Nasai as reish b'nei gershem gamim. It's a certain aspect in the seeing. 
the end of the parish I have this have this idea to do something right they they had to go they, they have a certain different type of asses. They, they but they realized they, they basically were coming to admit in a way we made a mistake last time we didn't get to give so much to the Mishkan we're not making that mistake now we're going to take the initiative but, but with a with a with a shtaltz, I think maybe we're going to come we're doing this we have this idea make tasty we think it's a good idea they came with an initiative with a certain attitude and I think that just that, that does fit with this with this with this um with this with this concept so just a quick recap because we talked about a lot of things we have Shimshin who davened Hashem that he should have Nekama from one of his eyes because he didn't want anyone to think that he accepted any bit of Sheikhar he didn't and then we talked about Shtoltz and how that pertains to us and it's that that Aziz that Aziz in serving Hashem regardless of what's going on around you but but in a way it just it just in a way that it was done by David and Shimshon in a in a in a, in a, in a, a leadership manner it's not that it's not a, it's not about you know protesting or whatever and I'm not getting involved in that discussion but it's about just from the sheer presentation of your confidence in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that you could present things in a certain manner which show everyone that yes I'm proud of what I do and it's the right thing have a wonderful Shabbos.